welcome to the Astrology and You podcast. I'm Kerry Hurrigan. Today we're talking about the new moon in Gemini happening on the 18th of June 2023, its opposition to the galactic center and the conjunction of the Shapley attractor and the south node in Scorpio. So I thought it'd be really interesting to introduce you to a couple of new things and I'm sure, in fact I know you'll find them fascinating. But firstly I'd like to begin by acknowledging the original land carers, the Awabakal people, where this podcast is recorded. I give my deepest respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Just a reminder before we start, you can get a free mini astrology report that includes a very detailed birth chart from Astrology New. I created a video to show you how to create a birth chart with transits at astro.com and both of these are very handy in following any astrology that you're studying you can find the podcast on the usual platforms including youtube and any resources i mention in the podcast i'll have links below in the show notes so we'll start with the moon and this correlates to our sense of security and safety such as the known and familiar which is why it relates to habits it also relates to family our childhood our past our mother or most nurturing parent and this also includes the masses. The moon helps us embody and feel the energies of the archetypes to immerse ourselves in the dynamics of the planet's natal placements, their transits and their relationship and aspects to each other. And to embody these energies is how we truly learn astrology. The new moon in Gemini will be happening at 26 degrees and 43 minutes on the 18th of June. So to see where this specifically relates to you, look to the house, which is the life area this will be transiting in your own chart, along with the other transits mentioned, because this is how you will be affected individually. The new phase is where we begin a new cycle. So remember to set an intention and this new moon phase will be related to all things Gemini. Gemini is a mutable air sign ruled by Mercury and it rules the third house. The Gemini archetype is associated with communications, information gathering, knowledge, our learning processes. It's very detail orientated and you always think diversity when you think of Gemini. It has incredible adaptability and flexibility. Through Gemini, we can communicate our values and meanings we've developed from our Taurus or second house experiences. One of the most endearing traits of Gemini is a quick wit and it is like lightning. Gemini people can be extremely funny. They're great conversationalists because they pull all this information from here, there and everywhere. They are inquisitive and curious and always have many questions. And unfortunately, this can be misunderstood as being nosy or intrusive, but it's often just to understand because they're interested. In Gemini, there is a strong desire to know as much as possible from an intellectual point of view. In fact, people who have strong Gemini energy can hold copious amounts of information. It's really quite amazing how much information they have. Gemini is a yang male energy and means that the energy expresses itself outward from the center and it also relates to the left brain. Gemini in the higher expressions gives us the most remarkable problem solving abilities. 
It identifies weak points in order for improvement, and this could be in conversations or in a process. Gemini is subjective and personal and allows us to voice our own opinions. It's always good to know both sides of the archetype. The shadow of Gemini can be very difficult to deal with when unchecked. Thoughts can flood and bombard the mind, paralyzing a person in their tracks, disabling the decision-making process. In the extreme, this can lead to mental imbalances, impacting on one's abilities, affecting all areas of life. Indecision, lack of focus, scattered thinking leads to instability and chaos, rendering a person unable to communicate clearly. Removing oneself from stimulating activities such as the computer and social media is ideal for the overactive Gemini energy. Activities such as meditation, making time to be in nature, engaging in creative projects are all ideal to ground oneself to settle and acquire a clearer, more peaceful mind. Mercury, the ruler, is also in Gemini, enhancing this energy even more. Mercury also rules the anatomy of hearing and the anatomy of the ear. Mercury rules the throat shark, which of course is one of the ways we communicate. Mercury is known as the messenger of the gods. He's quick on his feet, carrying the messages through the nervous system around the body. Mercury's placement in a person's natal chart will indicate what they like to talk about. So if you've met someone or you want to talk to them, if you can find out what their astrology is, look to where their natal Mercury is placed. The opposite to Gemini, Sagittarius, and this is also important to consider when we look at these archetypes. Sagittarius calls us to go beyond what is known and familiar, beyond our limitations and boundaries, our limiting beliefs, to learn and discover what is out there. Sagittarius helps us to find a point of balance when we are too immersed in the Gemini energy. Sagittarius influences one to remain in connection with their natural internal truth. Sagittarius inspires one to look at the bigger picture, which brings me to the galactic center. The galactic center is at 27 degrees of Sagittarius in opposition to the Gemini new moon and is a portal to consider the bigger picture of what is beyond, beyond our planet, our solar system, our galaxy, and us and the abilities we have because we are much more than what we've been told. For example, we have the ability to access different dimensions and you may have been hearing more about this. You only have to look at the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza and the healings that take place at his events. It's remarkable. Thoughts, messages, downloads, as some are calling them, through the portal of the Galactic Center are there for us to receive and feel through the energy of the moon in Gemini. The galactic center is triggered by the different energies of the planets and the luminaries, which are the sun and the moon. The sun transits 27 degrees of Sagittarius once a year. The moon transits 27 degrees of Sagittarius once a month. And these energies are different and including aspects and phasal relationships. So there's a lot to consider in saying that the new moon is in an opposition to the galactic center where the opposition aspect creates awareness, awareness of truth, calling you to go beyond what is known and familiar. 
If you think of it like the energy is coming from the galactic center through the sun and then we feel it through the moon. That's a good way of looking at it. The Gemini new moon is also in a square to Neptune in Pisces. And squares create obstacles and are often linked with lessons we fail to learn. These obstacles can feel like there aren't many options available. So the best way to deal with these difficulties is to face them, identify them so we can develop and grow and not to repeat what we've done before. This requires time to consider what options are available and it may take some imagination and creativity. Once identified, we can feel the pressure and tension dissolve to give us clarity and to find the right path to follow. And this is the brilliance of Gemini. It will present as many options as you can think of. In looking at the lunar nodes, the south node in Scorpio is at two degrees and is in a trine to the new moon and it conjuncts the Shapley attractor. So both the Shapley attractor and the south node are points in space. The south node relates to our past, what is known and familiar, and it's like the path we've walked countless times creating a path of least resistance. It's what we're used to. You can liken it to a default behavior pattern that is unconscious. Scorpio is also about the truth because it digs deep. It's a transformational archetype that exposes lies, falsehoods and secrets and brings them out into the open. Scorpio's ruler Pluto completely destroys what does not serve anymore to make way for something far better. This makes way for transformation to take place. And for that, we must have death of what has had its time to begin the new. Death is just the ending of one cycle to begin the new. This is why we are seeing more exposure of corruption around the rich and powerful, and they will be continually exposed. So when we leave the South Node, we head to the North Node, which is located in Taurus. Taurus relates to our self-sufficiency, resources, and we learn we are our own resource, connected to nature, agriculture, values, and it engages the feminine principle of nurturing. The Shapley attractor sits with the south node in Scorpio at two degrees. And there's an astrologer called Philip Sedgwick who specializes in these points in space. And he describes the Shapley attractor as a massive galactic steering mechanism. He says the Shapley attractor lies behind the great attractor doing the work behind the scenes. So wherever you have two degrees of Scorpio in your natal chart, this will guide you on a daily basis. We are drawn and compelled to certain things that cannot be avoided and we don't know why. So it's a question that many have pondered on so many times, but we now have a starting point to solve this mystery. So this is happening to us collectively as well as individually. The steering mechanism is pointing us towards leaving behind the separating and dividing of human beings from those who want to control and impose limitations and restrictions to keep the old ways going at any cost. But they will fail. There is nothing new under the sun, as the saying goes. We are leaving the old and outdated ways as we must to make way towards the new age of Aquarius, the age of equality, community, compassion, and the good for all. 
So to wrap up, medically, Gemini rules the nervous system, the arms, shoulders, respiratory system, lungs, left brain, the right side of the body, motor skills and limbs. So some suggestions you can do around the new moon is Firstly, start a daily meditation practice to initiate the pineal gland and calm the nervous system down and your body will calm down. Let go of what you must to move forward. Keep releasing to start the new. Be in and with nature wherever possible. Start journaling or a blog. Look at the many options and choices available to address any problems. Laugh more, tell a joke, watch a funny movie, catch up with siblings, friends and cousins for a coffee and feel these energies in your body to help your understanding. Listen to your intuition. This is your heart's intelligence. This is where you find your internal truth and meaning. We connect through our hearts to every living thing, including the cosmos and the original source. So wherever you can be in the higher emotions of gratitude, joy, relief, hope and appreciation of all that you have, and your life and those in it and know that all is well thank you again for visiting god bless i'll see you next time bye bye